everyone. Thank you for joining us on Eagle Eye today. Every week we have exclusive interviews with your favorite BC student, athletes, professors, alumni, and more. Make sure to follow The Heights on Instagram and Facebook to suggest guests you want to hear from. You can catch up on the latest headlines on The Heights Facebook page every Monday. I'm Annie Corgan, Associate Editor of Multimedia. I'm Eamon O'Malley, Assistant Editor of Multimedia. Today is exciting because we have a special guest, Jonathan Knoll, guard for Boston College's men's basketball team with interest in marketing, sales, and entrepreneurship. Yeah, uh, when did you first start playing uh, basketball? And I know you played like a little, some other sports, maybe football as well. Um, when was your first kind of experience with that? First experience, like, I probably started like playing around for fun and like, like recess and stuff in like fifth, sixth grade. Um, but the first time I, I tried out for a team was in sixth grade. I actually didn't make the team that year. Um, so that, that was a, a, a big motivating thing for me when I was younger. But the first time I played on an organized team was seventh grade um, in my school. Awesome. So um, as a walk-on to men's varsity basketball, you have a pretty cool mm-hmm. story of making the team. Um, yes. As someone who wasn't initially offered a scholarship, what was your process in establishing your position on the team and standing out to the coaches? Honestly, it's, it's, it's a lot of things that were out of my control. But I'll say what happened was I I had a sort of relationship with one of the assistants uh, when I came in as a freshman in 2019, uh, Scott Spinelli, Coach Spinelli. Uh, his son had worked out with one of the my my AE team, and so because of that, he would come around the facility sometimes, and I would I would see him, and we would like introduce each other. Um, through that, I like kind of knew him, but he never he didn't know that I was coming to BC. Um, I had emailed him and the head coach during the summer, and I wasn't able to get in contact with them. Uh, so when I came onto campus, there was no like guarantee or. There was nothing that, to indicate that I was going to be able to be on the team and play ball. Um, but what happened was when I came back to school, when I came to school, actually, because I was a freshman, I came to school the first weekend. I went to go play for, for in a charity game for my old AU coach that knew Coach Spinelli. And what ended up, what ended up happening is he told, he told me he couldn't get, guarantee me a spot, but I was like, okay, like just you know, do what you can. And so we, I guess we kind of both worked on our ends and he spoke to Coach Spinelli, and Coach Spinelli brought me in and was really excited to 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 like see me and know that I was here because he didn't um, he didn't know I was on campus. But afterwards, we were able to you know have like a uh, speak to the the head coach, uh, see if there were any spots available, and have like a a little unofficial tryout. And I was I was able to get on the team for that. Um, yeah, so that, that's that's that was that was my experience. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, I I like I remember playing against you in high school and stuff, and like yeah, you make the team was just so so cool. Um, mm-hmm. as inspiration. Um, yeah, so like I guess like uh, you played a lot in high school. How is like the level of competition and that like everyday grind um, increase from high school to college? Um, and how do you find time to manage your role in team um, as well as your schoolwork? Um. Competition-wise, it's really nobody is not good. Nobody is is a bad basketball player. Even even people who don't play a lot or you don't see them a lot, they are they were all like good, really good in high school, and they were either the star on their team or one of the best players on their team. Um, like you probably could look at walk-ons and find 
MVPs and scoring champs for their leagues and 40-point games, 50-point games. Uh, so really it's just that everyone is good. And then in terms of managing schoolwork and basketball, I mean, it's, it's really just you just got to make time for things that are important. Um, so sometimes you want to just relax where you got to do schoolwork or you've got to go to sleep at a certain time so you can make a morning lift or you got to make sure that once you're done with class, it's not really time to hang out, but you have to go straight to practice afterwards. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's really about doing being it being something you want to do and then you taking advantage of that. Awesome. So um, for, for anyone who follows you on social media, they mm -hmm. know all about your great short video lessons, giving insights into the business world, specifically yeah. your Instagram stories called Do Rag Dailies, where you mm -hmm. spread your knowledge for developing yeah. a strong character and managing independent finances. Yeah. Um, so basically, where did your passion for this come from and how has it grown throughout the years? Um, that's a, that's a, a big question. But to try to give you a, a short response, I would say that like my passion from it came really from the fact that I, I've, I've grown up Christian. So like that's a big part of my life. Um, and I've always been about impacting and touching people's lives since I was like, since I was relatively young, um, which is kind of a weird thing, like at like 14, 15 years old to think about. But so because of that, I, I started do right daily one time because I was like, I had something that I like had on my on my heart that I wanted to say. And I and in combination with those somebody else that I used to follow online, that was like, he, he just spoke about consistency. He's like, can you make your bed every day for a year? Or um just something, not something huge, but something small that you can do consistently. So I started it with the intent of doing it every day. And um, I started that in like 2017. So it's been like three or four years or four or five years since I started it. But because of that, it, it's, it's been <clears throat> it's been cool to kind of see the way it's impacted people. Um, and then all the things that I learned, like I really enjoy learning and getting, getting new information about things. So I always feel like it, it allows you for it allows for you to do better and that most people would do better if they knew better. So I feel like uh, just being able to touch people in terms of helping them understand things if it's a business concept or a finance concept or uh, a life lesson that I've learned, it might, it, it'll help people. And so honestly, at this point, the reason I do, uh, especially do right daily is not for me. It's because like I did it and then somebody, I, I, I like swiped up on somebody's Snapchat story or something like that. And they were like, we're having to do right daily. Cause I had like not done it for a little bit. And I was like, wow. Okay. People, People definitely notice. So let me let me get back on that. Um, and I I like the fact that people appreciate it. So that's that's kind of why I do that. Yeah, um, like I I see it as well. It's like it's so cool to just like see those like words of wisdom come out like every every couple of days and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, um, that's awesome. So have you like been able to like apply that kind of mindset to um, like your student experience at BC at all? Or um, yeah, so no, definitely, definitely. Um, like I, just uh, from a just getting better perspective, like I'm more, I'm a better student now than I was when I came into school. And it's not necessarily like grades, it's that I work better. Like I'm more organized. I know what to do and what not to do to be able to get, uh, to be efficient in the classroom. Um, and personally, school is like, I'm good in school. Like I get, I get good grades, but I just, 
some people uh, care about it more, but I do it just because I value doing well at whatever it is that you do. Um, not necessarily because I'm like stressed about grades or anything like that, but applying it to school is, is, is something that I feel like, I feel like if you're, if, if something is part of who you are, it's going to express itself in all the different parts of your life. Um, and so schoolwork or basketball or friendships and relationships or social media are just extensions of that. Yeah. Awesome. Um, uh, yeah. So um, I guess like through your um, experiences in like investing and in, uh, building businesses, because I know you've done some uh, work on by yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, you must have had to face some setbacks along the way. Um, mm-hmm. Was there like a certain challenge, uh, like a failed, I don't know, stock account or uh, struggle to get your idea off the ground that kind of furthered your perseverance and passion for the field? Yeah. So, so what I would, use, what I, so I trade, invest, and um, work on businesses. The in terms of setbacks, I've blown uh, an account for trading before. Like, so blowing an account is like if you have a, let's say, a hundred dollar, two hundred dollar account, and you're trying to grow that to a certain amount. Blowing is when you set it back basically to zero. So I've blown uh, an account from the lack of discipline or being impatient. Um, so I've done that. I've missed real estate deals that I could have gotten because I didn't understand the market well enough. Or I didn't, under- not really the market, I didn't understand the process of what it means to walk a seller through selling the house if it's distressed. Um, there are the decisions that the things that I've like invested in that haven't given necessarily the food that I wanted to um, unnecessary expenses. So there's a, there's a, there's a bunch of different things that happen when you're doing it. Um, but I guess it's, it's all part of the process. And the only way you're successful in it is if you just don't stop. Cause if you, if you quit after the first setback, then you'll never be successful in it because it's always going to be a setback. Um, so it just takes having faith, like, okay, let me just try again. Or, let me just continue. Or I didn't. I, I made this mistake this first time, and that's the reason why I wasn't able to do it. <clears throat> it's not necessarily because I'm not talented or I don't have the ability. So I think I believe that just being, uh, just having faith in in your process and the fact that it's possible is one of the big factors as to being able to to continue and being successful. Um, and if I had quit, like especially in like real estate, there's a lot of stuff I wouldn't I would have done or been able to to accomplish if I had quit when I first started. Because the first time I, I learned about it was in 2018. And my first deal was in summer of 2020. So it took about like a year and a half, 18 months before I was able to see my first profits from it. But it was well worth it. That's amazing. I genuinely like could learn a thing or two from you because I know nothing about finances. Yeah. Um, and I, I really need to figure that out. Um, <laughs> but who has been one of your most influential mentors, whether in basketball and your passion for finance and life, just who's been your greatest mentor? There's the, I, I really listen to a, a lot of people, like a lot. Um, mentor? Let's say from for 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 as a mentor for basketball, I would say my AAU coach Donald Morris. He, he's like a mentor. Um, my favorite player is Stephen Curry, but now he's not really a mentor. He's just somebody I admire and I aspire to be like. But my my mentor, I would say my AAU coach. Um, I met him in eighth grade, which for me was in 2013, um, and he helped me develop as a basketball player. 
and understand what it's like playing in college and moving up from level to level and is ba has basically been my foundation when it comes to basketball IQ and understanding the game. So I'd say he's probably my biggest basketball mentor uh, in life. That's that one is probably there's probably even more, but I, I guess I'd say two people or two groups of people, my my pastor at church and my parents. Because not everyone has like a relationship with their parents where they kind of uh, like talk to them about love, but I feel like my parents have have done a good job. Like it sounds weird, but like training me kind of. They always talked about me, talk talk to me about stuff that I'd encounter in my future and try to give me lessons and wisdom in advance so that I could see, so that uh, I'd be protected and I'd have um, understanding when I get into certain situations. And so I say that those are probably some of my mentors, but the list is I, like really long. There's like a lot of people I listen to and I feel like have helped shape me, but I think those those are the, probably the people I'd say are my mentors. Yeah, that's awesome. I know like at BC, like there's so many people here that you're just exposed to so many like different things all the time. So it's, it's just great to like have that person to like fall back on. Um, Definitely. Yeah. Um, and I guess finally, as our last question, um, what was your like one best word of advice um, either to athletes looking to play division one level um, and to students looking to like become entrepreneurs themselves? Never quit. I think that's the that's just the that's that's probably the biggest thing for for me personally. Um, like even ups and downs, sometimes you'll you'll lose you'll lose like focus, and you, you won't really see exactly how you're gonna get to where you want to get to, or it's gonna seem impossible. But I think never quitting is probably the number one piece of advice I could give because I graduated in 2018, and between my graduation and starting college. I seriously considered just like not playing basketball anymore and maybe not even coming to school because I took a I took a gap year. But because I was because I didn't quit, I was able to find myself in the position that I am in now. And same thing goes for like my business endeavors. Um, if you start something and you you find that it's something that you believe in, just don't quit in your pursuit of that thing. And eventually you'll get there. Um, I was I, I used to tell my teammates like like even if you don't play a lot like continue to work on your craft if you if you don't see the results you want continue to work on what it is you're doing because you can't work and not get better it just doesn't it it doesn't work like that so if you just keep on getting better eventually something's going to break through those are some really good words of advice um yeah. i often need to tell myself that like with homework or anything <laughs> no it's really you can't give up yeah. um but thank you so much for coming on it's been okay. such a pleasure having you here um yeah, thank you. Yeah. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Hope it's a great right. start to the season. <laughs> I appreciate it. You guys, you guys got to come out to a game. Yeah. Definitely. Oh, we will. <laughs> definitely. Right. Thank you again to Jonathan Knoll for joining us. We hope everyone enjoyed our interview and thanks for listening to Eagle Eye today, featuring Jonathan Knoll as a special guest from Boston College's men's basketball team. Be sure to keep up with the latest episodes of Eagle Eye, featuring prominent guests from Boston College. Also, make sure to keep up with our social media at BC Heights on Instagram and Twitter and the Heights on Facebook. Don't forget to give us suggestions on who you want to hear and who and what you want to hear about. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And be sure to check back here next week for another episode of Eagle Eye.